man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. What's up, everybody out there? Kings fans, non-Kings fans, hip-hop fans, WWE fans, just fans of life. This is Jason Jones. This is Kenny Carraway. We up in here. I'm, I'm self-quarantining, social distancing, and um, it sucks, to be honest with you. Yeah, and on this, this episode of Throne Room Breakdown, we got someone who has been self-quarantined for damn near two weeks. He mm. was in the... He was in the mix of uh, all that was going on in Oklahoma City. My friend, uh, my uh, counterpart in hip-hop debates, Tony Jones, is here. Athletic Utah Jazz beat writer. What's up, Tony? It's been 13 days, and I am not quarantining from my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you know, the killer, the killer thing about that is I saw something the other day where people were talking about uh, – Internet speeds are slowing down or super slow because everybody playing online gaming. I'm like, yo, you, you can't take that from us. You didn't took everything else away from us. We, we got to be able to get on the sticks. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, I'm getting on the sticks. There was, I was, uh, I was uh, playing against a 12-year-old from Iowa last night. And um, the, little kid beat, the little kid beat me. And I asked him to run it back, and he said, "No, nah, I gotta go to bed." <laughs> <laughs> what game was it? Well, we was on two K. Oh damn, damn, yeah, they they'll get you on two K. I don't even yeah. fool with online two K. Listen, oh, I get I get smoked online. He was 2K. talking like, too. He, he was, every time he scored, he was, every time he scored on me, he was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i gotta i gotta stay on the sticks though madden i'm getting serious in madden you know what i'm saying i had to i you know i had to create a playbook you know like my man kyle shanahan i went into practice mode got my 10 15 best plays and, and i'm ready to go to work i got so that saved, i got that playbook so you, so don't, don't say it jason don't so say it jason so you saved your timeouts then right don't, see, you, don't, jason, you don't need them <laughs> i'm giving i'm giving you that uh I'm giving you that um, uh, Patrick, uh, that uh, Jamie St. Patrick look right now. On the, were you were on you up a, were you up eleven with, with half the fourth quarter over and lose still? I'm, I'm giving you the Tommy Egan look right now, bro. You getting that Tommy Egan look for me as we speak? Yo, did you did you celebrate did you celebrate that interception and then blow the game? <laughs> you gotta chill, man. You gotta chill. I'm not over it yet. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not either. It was it was a lovely day. I drank much. I drank much cognac as I watched that. Tony, you a Giants or Jets fan or what? Where where you at in football, man? I'm a Redskins fan. <laughs> oh wow, Jesus! Gee, hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send a shout up to you, bro. I'm gonna send a shout up to you. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, oh man, you know, do a couple of hail marys for you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's rough. <laughs> By a, a, a former Cal legend, Ron Rivera, go Bears. Shout out so, to Ron Rivera. Shout so out to I by de- I by default must hope they do well because I want to see Ron do well. But my God, I thought the Raiders were a mess. But well, I was about to say, Jason, you're the only one left in the league with a Gruden as head coach. 
That's not a good thing. Hey, we got the better of the two Grutens. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. Are we sure about that? We're positive. We're oh, positive. no, no, no. He does. Trust me. Jay Gruden is trash. <laughs> oh, no, he's no, trash. No, no he, he's definitely trash. No, no, we're not arguing that because he's oh, garbage. He's his brother, his brother getting up there, bro. No, nah, no, nah, we can't put, we can't mean, put John and Jay in the same category. Jay, Jay bottom can't, of the can't. barrel. You can't put them together now. That, that's, that's the, that ain't right. Mm. That ain't right. That ain't mm. right. The jury's still out for me. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, you know. You know, he did trade my boy Khalil, you know. They, you know, But, hey, whenever they can play football again, I will be at a game in Vegas and begrudgingly supporting him because I did not like the hire <laughs> or the 10-year contract or, you know. But, yeah, hey, what crazy. do I know? What do I know? That was crazy. So, so uh, Tony, man. First of all, once again, thanks for coming on Throne Room Breakdown. And, um, you know, one of the reasons we want to have you on, aside from the hip hop and and all the takes that we're going to get to in a second is you you kind of were in the epicenter of this whole world changing with Rudy Gobert and Utah and yourself, you know, what I'm saying having to be quarantined like ground zero. You know, what I'm saying no disrespect to, you know, 911. I ain't trying to make light of it or not, but you, you was right there, man. Tell us about the experience, man, from the moment Rudy did, you know, came out positive and what you've had to go through since, what's going on with the Utah Jazz, all that, man. Talk to us, bro. Well, I think the first thing is that it feels like, so it's been, so we're doing this podcast on Tuesday afternoon, so it's been 13 days since it happened. It feels like a year. Um, and it was, it was the most surreal, obviously, most surreal moment of my career. Um, you know, it was, you know, one of those things where, you know, you try to figure out how to get the story, figure out how to report on uh, what you need to report on. Um, but then at the same time, you're, you're worried about um, your personal safety. And, you know, personal safety and journalism doesn't often that doesn't often intersect, uh, in, in the sports journalism world. If you, you know, you know, you're talking about, you know, triage and, and, you know, covering conflict, you know, often abroad, you know, before you get into something like that. Um, so it was something that I've definitely never experienced before. Um, it's something that, you know, um, you know, I hope to never experience again. Um, but then at the same time, it was a fascinating night and um, it, it was something that I'll never forget. Yeah, man, that was great. Now, I've heard two different – I'm trying to figure out exactly what was going on. I've heard that Rudy wasn't in the building that night and that he was there. He, he was there, right? He just wasn't – was he in the in the locker room or where, where was he? He wasn't in the building, um, but had he – tested negative for the coronavirus, he would have been in the building within 15, 20 minutes. Um, the plan was, so w- once he got the test, um, he, the plan was for him to play in the game uh, as soon as they got word um, that it was a negative test because, you know, he, he was, he yeah, he was basically exhibiting, you know, symptoms but he felt strong enough to play he wanted to play it was what people don't remember because it was obviously it's such a footnote right now is that it was a hugely important game between the teams if Oklahoma City had won the game 
they would have overtaken the Jazz for fourth uh, in, in the Western Conference. Um, so Rudy wanted to play the game. His intention was to play the game. And obviously the reason he didn't play the game was because he tested positive for the coronavirus. And just, yeah, and just for you, what was that experience like? Not just how, how that, I mean, I've had some games where there's been some weird things happen right before tip-off. But for all that to unfold to where you're waiting around to get your own test and just what was that experience like? Is now all of a sudden everyone's checking, you know, normally with us, people are checking on the players, but now people are checking on you to make sure you're okay. Yeah. So I was, you know, I, you know, obviously I got a ton of text messages and, and a bunch of calls. Um, I didn't make a bunch of calls because, you know, I was trying to do my job, um, you know, but I did call my mother and, you know, that was a, um, and that was a uh, difficult conversation because it was like, okay, mom, I just want to let you know. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. Wake up. Um, I just want to let you know that Ruby Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus. I was exposed to him, so I have to get tested. And um, I'll call you later and just tell you what the results are. Okay, thanks. Bye. I love you. You know, so that that was that that was a hard conversation. Um, you know, texting my family that was that, those were hard texts to make um, to to send out, but. You know, and then, you know, the waiting was hard. Like you had to wait around. We had to wait around for like six hours um, to get tested. Um, you know, nobody really knew what was going on, but the Jazz were good. The Jazz, you know, they stayed in constant communication with us. The NBA stayed in constant communication with us. Um, so it was it, it was a lot of waiting and and, you know, a lot of just trying to figure out what was going on. So how are you feeling now, man? You good or? You know, coming coming out of it. I know you said thirteen days of quarantine or so. So are you feeling all right? This is day thirteen. So yeah, I feel fine. Um, I've you know I'm I got cabin fever big time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of cabin fever. So I've been going out like I, I you know I've been doing the jail thing. I've been going out walking around the yard <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> the jail thing. <laughs> Hey, listen, man. Listen, I've been I've been walking around for an hour. I, I get my push-ups in. You know what? Remember what Cube said in, in Boys in the Hood? He said, "Ain't nothing else to do in the pan. You can work out." That's what I've been doing. <laughs> so, so um, glad to hear that you're doing well, man. You're you're almost through the storm here, and you know, hopefully, the rest of the country can get through the storm soon. But I I, I gotta ask this question because. I don't think I've ever talked to a player. I'm, I'm new in the media game, so I ain't talked to a player or a reporter that uh, is associated with Utah or the Utah Jazz. I've always wanted to know, not saying that Sacramento is New York City or Miami or Atlanta, right? But what the hell does a black man have to do in Salt Lake City every day? I'm fascinated by this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know that it's actually underrated for me, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm. Because I'm a ball player, um, and this is like, well, not now because everybody's got a social distance, but this is probably one of the best basketball, pickup basketball states in the country really? per capita. Like literally the only thing they do out here, like, listen, this is, this is the way of life in Utah because, because of the religion. 
like you spend time with your family and then you go to church and then you go to work and then you play basketball. So like I can literally find a run seven days out of the week in Utah. Inside and outside. So yeah, inside and outside, but I only play inside. Yeah, me too. Um, so you, <laughs> I'm, bo- I, I'm bougie now. I'm bougie. <laughs> hey, listen, man, listen. I I only play inside now. Listen, to me, nice gym. But so in terms of that, in terms of that, like it's fine because like I just go play basketball every day, and then I come home, I spend time with my family, and then I play Xbox. And then if I really get bored, well, guess what? I cover an NBA team and I'm on the road a hundred nights a year. All right. All right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's really fine. Like it's, it's, you know, is it New York? Like, am I home? No, of course not. You know, but I don't want to be home because if I'm home, Jason already know, like, you know, just why are you walking in at 5 a.m.? It's lit. <laughs> right, yeah. And the thing is, I, I'll co-sign on that. I mean, I've had some good times in Utah. It took me a minute to get used to it. I know I went to, I went out there first, not the first time I was out there for, uh, did a big old story on Jimmer after the Kings drafted him. So I go out to Provo, and I have this thing I do where every, like, either stadium or college I go to, I buy a shot glass. So I'm at BYU in the student store, and all they have are these, like, regular plastic cups. And it took me, like, five minutes to realize they ain't selling no shot glass at BYU. <laughs> Not on campus. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I'm out. I'm, I'm hanging out with some of my frat brothers out there, and we're at some restaurant you know, near the arena, and I'm drinking a beer. And I'm like, this is like the easiest beer I've had. I've had like three, and I'm like, cool. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you drinking one of our. I'm like, what do you mean, one of y'all beers? I'm like, oh, this ain't the same content as what I'm used to. <laughs> And I also wasn't used to the idea when I went to Applebee's. It was after a game. I think, yeah, it was Tony. Uh, remember, uh, uh, Kareem Copeland was there. And I ordered a crown. Oh, yeah, Coke. I remember that. And I, they was like, well, what do you eat? And I'm like, and I'm like, why do you care what I'm eating? I want a drink. I just watched the Kings. I just watched the Kings play basketball. I deserve a drink. <laughs> but I didn't know. I, I didn't know that out there you had to, you got to, you got to, you got to order food with your drink. I was like, why is she in my business though? I'm like, come on now. I'm like, I watched the Sacramento Kings play basketball. And this wasn't, you know, and and this was in the depths of, God, they're awful basketball. There's no hope. And I'm like, I deserve a drink for having to watch what I just watched. Because I'm pretty sure the Kings lost that game. I'm quite sure because they lost most of the games I've covered. But let me stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sad but true. Sad but true, Jason. So, Okay, so – that that's interesting though because see like for me i don't drink so like i never really had to deal with that um but it's i can tell you like this there's there there's a hip-hop club like an all-hip-hop club in salt what? lake where where it be body to body i've been what? there i've been so, I, i've been to a club and he's not lying i've been to a club out there it was popping i've been there wow no i'm serious like like serious it's called button down like so you know like you know, when everything is okay and everything, like me and like I, you know, me and the fellas, we be like, yo, let's go to button down. Like we, you can only go like once a month and once every six weeks because you don't <laughs> ever want to get tired of it. Yeah. But if, you know, you want to go, you have a club atmosphere of everything, body to body, you know, the DJ giving you shout outs and all that stuff. <laughs> there is a hip hop club in Salt Lake City. 
Huh. I'm about to get to Utah, man. Salt Lake City, man. I got to get it's, there, it's, man. It's a cool city. You'll like it. You'll like it. You'll like yeah. it. I got to check it out. Tony, before, uh, you know, we're we going to try because me and Jason, we get long-winded, especially with our guests, man. We be here for an hour, and they be getting mad at us. Like, why are you guys talking so long? So I'm going to try and keep it tight. But there's two things that I had to ask you. On your on your Twitter timeline, you know, you've had a couple of discussions, and there, there's two things recently that I wanted to get to, all right? There's two things I wanted to get to. Number one, the other day, I think it was the other day, you had a discussion about the best – college point guard um, in the last 30 years. And you were pretty on point with, with most of them, with all of them, really. But to me personally, and Jason, I think you'll you'll have, this may be a, a East Coast, West Coast thing right here. I think the discussion for best college point guard that I've seen, I'm 36 years old, comes down to Jay Williams versus Baron Davis. And I don't know who I'm picking. I'm leaning towards Jay Williams, but Baron was cold, bro. Baron was cold. Okay, so number one, Kenny Anderson is hands down the best college point guard I've ever seen. Bad man. So, bad man. Yeah, he was a bad man. Yeah, I would take Jay, Jason Williams. I don't call him Jay Williams because when he was in college, he was Jason. Right. I'm going to take Jason <laughs> Williams number two. Both of those guys were – Um. Both of those guys were so good at the college level that it was unfair. Like, I watched them at the college level. And it's ironic because neither one of them became became what they were at the college level in the pros. But I watched both of them at the college level, and I was just like, man, they don't belong here. It's unfair. Now, for number three, I'm going go to West, I'm gonna go West Coast, but I'm not going to go Baron Davis. I'm going to go Jason Kidd. Thank you. Um mm. Yeah, Jason Jason Kidd at Cal, like the way he controlled games, um, the way as a freshman um, that he outplayed Bobby Hurley, uh, or was it that a sophomore? Either either or, um, the way he outplayed Bobby Hurley in in, in the uh, in the NCAA tournament when Hurley was a senior, um, you know, I thought he was. I thought he might have been the best player in the country that year as a freshman at Cal. So, um, then Chris Jackson, uh, who, who became Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, um, he's up there. Baron Davis is up there. Kyrie Irving is up there. Derek Rose is up there. Yeah. What about Kim? So, I mean, yeah, man. Nah, Kim is not up there. Kim, okay, Kim was okay. a notch below. Um, I, even Andre Miller's kind of up there because he had uh, he had he 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 led his team to three three Sweet Sixteens, um, a Final Four, um, uh, a national championship game. He was runner up to Player of the Year in '99. And since his first team All American. At Utah. So, yeah, there's been a ton of them. Keeping but Kenny Anderson's on top of the heat for me. Keeping the Kings, I'm not, he's not on these guys' level. I'm not even sure if he's on Kimba's level. But Mike Bibby got to get some love. Mike, Mike Bibby was a bad boy at Arizona. Mike Bibby was a bad boy. He had, you know, obviously he had, he had, that, he, he had uh, that run as a freshman and as a sophomore. 
I mean, he's not on the level, of, like to me, not as a college player, he's not a level at the level of, you know, some of those guys. Like those guys were just dominant. Yeah, like for sure, you know, for like sure. Chris Jackson at LSU. Like he was. I mean, he was coming out and giving people thirty every night. You know, I tell everybody they don't they don't realize how good he was at LSU. I mean, imagine him in today's game where they just go up and shoot when you you know. Oh man, he was he unguardable, was... literally unguardable. You could not stop him from getting buckets. Nah, you couldn't stop him from getting buckets. Now, if you put him in today's game where he had like you know a hundred where he and you could give him say okay we're gonna put you in the, we're gonna put you in twenty twenty. We're going to give you 120 possessions a game where, you know, you have complete green light to shoot any three that you want. We're going to run you off of pick and rolls all game. You don't have to post up. You don't have to worry about, you know, pushing the ball in the post. Like, he's going to average 25 and and 10. Easy. 100%. For his whole career. As a a New York York guy, I got to ask you – because this was one of my guys back in the day. What you think about Marbury's one season at Georgia Tech? So, uh, yeah, I should have put him up there, too. I mean, you Marbury know, obviously, was Steph was dominant. Um, you know, and he was, he was dominant in high school uh, when he was at Lincoln. Um, you know, everybody uh, everybody had the Marbury part, so everybody had like, a part <laughs> down the middle of their head. Because I, of had Marbury. I had it. I had it. <laughs> Everybody, everybody had a part in the middle. Of, I had it. So I didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't. We wasn't doing that in L.A. Yeah, man, you had your LA chucks LA. on, man. You, you had your chucks, not your Tims. You had your chucks on. And plus, Larry, for real, Larry Johnson had that like in 91, 92. True. So. Very true. Very true. Yeah, but he, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't, like, Stephon, when he was in high school, I mean, he, he encapsulated the entire East Coast. Like it was like you know the entire East Coast. We were you know we was all we was we was all on Steph. You know Larry Larry came into his own when he was, you know obviously he went to junior college and then when he he got to UNLV, you know that's when he came into his own. But you know Steph had, you know Steph had the style and the charisma and and all of that stuff. Um, and and that's you know and that's that's why. That's why, you know, he, he was such a trend when he was coming out of high school and going into college. If you were to guess on average how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? A week, maybe? Actually, on average, people have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. Basically a month. If you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state all from the comfort of home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com slash Throne for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash Throne for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Word up, word up. So not to make this a, a complete 
in the YC podcast. I know this is a Sacramento Kings podcast. I don't want to make this NYC make it podcast. an NYC podcast because they need to know out west yeah. what we do. Just don't remind. Just don't remind Tony that time Snoop came in and kicked down the building. <laughs> That's cold. That's cold. That's cold. But this also came off your Twitter timeline. I got to ask you this. Somebody asked you about the best um, New York City basketball movies. And I, I gotta, I gotta show love, and I've gotta, I gotta question you, Tony, because 100% Soul in the Hole needs to be higher, definitely in the top three. Soul in the Hole was phenomenal. I used to coach a uh, um, AU team like five, six years ago when I was down in LA, and my name's Kenny Caraway, and the name of the team was Kenny's Kings. Yes, they were definitely Kenny's Kings, right? So <laughs> there's that, and then I gotta come at you because you said above the rim needs to be lower down on the list. Tony, do not disrespect. Do not disrespect the legendary classic that is above the rim. All right. So let, let's what what did I say was number one? I said I King even... King needs to be top three. Number one was he got game. I had yeah, he yeah, got yeah, game yeah. number one. Okay. That that was more authentic than above the rim. Yeah, maybe uh, I, I agree. I agree. I do. But above the rim was there there was listen. Okay, let, 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 we're going to attack this. We're going to attack this in, 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 in sections. Before I get the soul in the hall, let, let's above the rim of Yes, it was a classic, okay? But it was not authentic in a lot of ways, right? Like, <laughs> So okay, you mean to tell me, you, you mean to tell me Tommy Shepard's not coming out in the corduroys and hitting 54 points in, in, in five minutes? You telling me that's not true? Pee Wee Kirkland all says of, all the time that he used to get to the games. Good. With three minutes left and score 35. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. When we started that movie, we when the movie started, we was in the dead of winter, right? Yeah. Like dudes yeah. was walking out. They was roughing it in Thames. You know what I'm saying? We had we we we, we had the puffy jackets, jackets on and everything. By the end of the movie, it was summertime. <laughs> was it not? We were swimming. We was hooping outside. Like, you know, my man coming out in the cab with the corduroys, like everything. Like, you know, you know, Wood Harris is pulling the burner at the end of the at the end of the, you know, blowing up the spot. Like everything. So how do we go from how do we go from wintertime to summertime in the in the span of the movie? That's all I want to know. There was there were some questions there. Hey, out there playing for them crazy hard boots. That's why that's how that happened. Yeah. And, and who in their right mind? That is my other question. Who in their right mind would have would have Pee Wee Kirkland as their 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 number one recruiter? <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. I'm still I'm still I'm putting just, the top three. I'm still putting the top three. About the rim top. Okay. So now now I will give you the so soul in the hole right. Soul in the hole that was a personal thing for me because growing up in growing up in New York, playing in a whole bunch of tournaments, uptown, downtown in Brooklyn, I played against Kenny King, Kenny mm -hmm. Kings, many, many times. I played against Booger Smith many, many times, many times. Um, Booger's, uh, Booger's cousin was uh, one, one of my uh, summer league teammates for like three, four years. Um, you know, I played against Charles Jones many, many times. Like, I looked up to those guys. Um, you know, so, you know, and and the uh, 
the the Lafayette Gardens project, like the LG tournament, um, the Sullivan Smith, the the Sullivan Smith Classic. I played in that every summer, um, and that was the scene where uh, where Mike Senior um, and the kids they were picking up the, uh, the the plastic chairs and they were taking them off on the park. That was the that was the projects right next to to the building I lived in, and I played. So you know, Soul in the Hole, man, that had us that had like a special place in my heart because it, it kind of encapsulated my youth um, um, in a big way. So that's why I, I was like, okay, soul in the hole, gotta be number three. Now, now I would say, now, now I'm going to say like, it, it was a great documentary. It was a great film, but ha- even had that film been trash, like had it been like grade A garbage, I would have still been like, yo, this is top two because, like that was my childhood right there. Right, right. So like right. It, it just it just like hit me in a in a real uh in a real personal way. So so that's that's kinda why I was was really, really pushing that. Um I don't know. What 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 did I have number three? Uh I just had the list up. I can't remember what it was. It had to be something good to push. But I was like, Yeah, you can push above the rim out of there. Damn. Get Kylie Watson out of there. Oh no, don't that hurt me, bro. That hurt me. Come on now. Let's chill. Let's chill. I'm sending Mozart after you, bro. After this is done, I'm sending Mozart after you, man. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be all right. Oh uh, man, and, and leave it to um, you know, this is a, a California thing, I guess. Leave it to a California guy to tell a New York City guy what the best movies from New York are. I guess that's how this well, is working right now. Well, we, we we I tell him what the best hip hop is all the time, so it makes sense. Don't make me choose. Listen, Don't make me choose. I got you stuck off the realness, Jack. Okay. All right. They had they had a couple. They had a few cool songs. I don't. I don't. I don't doubt that. I'm just saying that. I, I'm just saying that. Shoot, Dog Food was one of the best albums made by a duo ever. And yeah, that's hey, facts. And hey, you refuse. And you refuse to acknowledge that. You refuse to acknowledge the greatness of Dog Food. Jason. Yeah. There's a, there's a war going outside. No man is safe from. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a yeah, I know about that. It's called coronavirus. <laughs> I know exactly. You know, it, you know. I'm just saying. You know, one day you'll 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 understand how this hip hop thing work. You'll understand how the legends are, what the greats are. You know, who changed the game? Because it ain't about who did it first. It's about who did it best. Mm. Oh gosh. Listen, all right. You want me to throw you a bone? Listen. No, I don't, I don't um, need nothing. I know what I'm talking va- about. Summer Vacation is one of the top 10 storytelling joints ever. I, I know that already. You didn't tell me That's nothing. Fine. I'm just acknowledging that for you. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you're catching on. I'm glad you acknowledge it. I'm glad I'm I'm glad cuz you know some people be hating, you know, but you know, that's one of the greatest, you know, kind of passion. When you said trying to give me 57 years <laughs> Face to be full of those tattoo tears. I was like, man, Q is just—he's tough. Yeah, he's tough. That's lyricist. Okay, but, but, but yeah, yeah. Before you go though, one—I got a question for you. Uh, Jay Electronica. That don't count as a—that don't count as a debut for him, right? That's like a Watch the Throne type thing, right? That can't yeah, be his. That can't of, be his. That but, can't be his debut album. Because no, you can't. It, it you, you can't. You can't have your debut album. The first verse, verse is Jay smoking it. I mean, yeah, Jay, Jay came out. Jay album. Jay came out on Ghost of Souls of Slim and just was like, ah. Poor planning I, by Jay Elect right there. Poor planning. I was like, that was not the answer. 
You would not. You would not be. You would not be smoking me on my first. My first album. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm like, no, Jay. You can't do this to me. This ain't right. <laughs> hey, listen. I was. I was shocked because Jay was rapping like he had something to prove on that joint. <laughs> like he was like. Like, like he, they keep like saying, he was, he was out there rapping like common couch. sense. <laughs> Jay came out like, like man, I, like like people been talking about him, you know. Like he was washed king. He came out like LeBron this season, washed king. Like, shoot, let me show y'all something. <laughs> like, I can, like I was listening like halfway through that album, right? I was like, Jay, you a billionaire, bro? Chill. <laughs> <laughs> that boy went <laughs> at like, bars. He brought the like, reasonable doubt no bars back. Someone, what are you talking right now? I'm trying to listen to Jay Light. You're killing it. <laughs> hey, that's Jay what everybody said. Like, that's what everybody said. We didn't even hear Jay Elect after that. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, Jay, was, Jay was spitting too, but nah, not like Hove. No, nah, but like I mean, you, yeah, I mean, because I was like, is Jay on the entire album? I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I want a new Jay album now. Facts. That's facts. Because I was like, I mean, the way he came, I mean, your first song, you know, whatever, after the intro, track number two, the first voice you hear is Jay Z. I'm like, yeah, it's a, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done that, but hey, what do I know? Yeah, maybe he's securing himself, and he's like, you know what? I'm still gonna get my bars off, even with Jay on here. But no, Jay killed that. Jay killed it. I I was I was I was already like getting used. To, I I had gotten used to. I had gotten used to post fastball Jay. I had gotten used to post prime Jay. Like I was like, oh okay, Jay going. You know, he's going to come, he's going to bless us with a verse or two, and then he's going to fade into the background. I wasn't used to that. Like, I was like, I haven't heard this Jay since, like, 2003. Like, what are you doing? Like, he like, had a lot of hostility. Like, he once, like he once famously album. said, he was focused, man. <laughs> he was <laughs> focused, man, on that Jay Elect album. Yeah, he was like, just killing it. Yeah. Yeah, he just jumped out on that. I was like, I I replayed that song about 10, 15 times in a row. I couldn't even get to track number three because I was so stuck on track one and on track two. I was like, I mean, he, yeah, he, I was like, I don't know. I'm like the ghost of, I mean, Soldier Slim bringing that back. I was like, oh man, this is, right. yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he killed it. He killed it. And, wasn't playing. Wasn't playing. I can't so, wait for Jay Electronica's debut album, though. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, guys, before we get up out of here, man, just got to check. What are we watching during quarantine 2020? What, what are we watching? I'll, I'll start it off. I'm, I'm watching a lot of boxing right now, and I'm going to dig into this another time. But um, I'm starting to feel stronger about Floyd Mayweather being the greatest fighter I've ever seen. I'm going all the way back to the 70s with some of these fights I'm watching, and I'm feeling good about Floyd being the best I've ever seen. I'm going to just I'm gonna leave it at that. And then also, the other thing I'm watching I saw Bulls Blazers game one the other day, and um, what Michael Jordan did to Clyde Drexler in that game one of the 92 finals was nasty. It was disrespectful, and uh, it was otherworldly. And, and I'm going to just leave it at that. He, Why did he do that to Clyde? Clyde? Clyde's hairline was already receding. He didn't have to do all that other stuff. Jason, what you watching, man? A lot of trash television. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you know, between getting the kids to not make me watch Disney Plus with them, uh, watching a lot of reality TV because, well, I'm just bored, and a lot of old WWE because, well, there's there's WWE on, but there's no fans, which is actually interesting because it, you know, you get to watch it from a different point of view. And it's like uh, theatrical. It's like a theatrical play. 
Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a trip watching it with no fans and but like I'm watching a lot of trash television, you know, and I'm going through now finding series that I haven't watched. And like, you know, I'm thinking, you know what, I never watched Game of Thrones. I might have enough time to actually watch the whole thing now. You know, I know I'm late. I I know I'm late, but you know, I'm just wa- I'm getting, you know, uh, I'm I'm listening to I'm actually listening to a lot of podcasts right now too, you know, listening to a lot of that Matt Barnes and, St- and Stack Jack, listening to a lot of Joe Butt, you know. Listen to a whole, listen to a lot of podcasts, trying to you know, and trying to stay indoors and not watch too much news and get sad. Yeah, re-listening to throne room breakdowns—that's what I'm doing. Everybody else should do the same thing. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> Tony, what you watching, man? I, I watched uh, the entire season one of Flavor of Love. Oh man! That's oh, what I'm man. talking oh, about. Oh man! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Was New York That's on that I one? Just, I was just like, listen. Feed me the foolishness. Uh, that was exactly. New York. New I York and Hoops. That. They were they're originals, right? They were on the first season, right? That was that was that was uh, New York and and uh, and the white and, girl. That she, that she that was New up. York season one and and whatever her name and Hoops. Yeah. 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 I got the scoop on hoops, whatever the case. That's the game. <laughs> game. That's a whole nother podcast. Game. JC on. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I was watching Love and Hip Hop last night, so I can't even front, no. Oh, yeah. I got to catch up. I ain't even going to lie to you. I got to catch up. Yeah, man. I got it. I got it on a DVR. It is. The series is recording. I ain't, I ain't going to front. The yeah, series I had to, is I, recording. I had to, the show got me to get my life together a little bit because, uh, some of my friends were saying I was on my way to becoming a member of the Creep Squad for a while. It was like, oh, you, you, you're living foul out here, Jay. You're dirty. You need to get your life right. So Jason was, Dallas. That's what I'm going to call yeah. this guy. Oh, 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 no. We can't call me that. No, we can't call me that. You know, we can't call me that. You know, no, we can't do that. So. Oh, man. So, yeah, Rob and Tanika and everybody else are probably going to yell at us because we went a little over time. But it was good convo, man. Tony Jones, man. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, listen, I really, really appreciate you guys for having me on. Listen, me, I just want to, me and Jason give each other a lot of crap on Twitter, but the man, this dude is like seriously one of my best friends and he's my brother, brother for life. Um, and I can't say, you know, enough good things about just how much he, he supported me um, and how, how good a friend he's been to me over the years. So I, I appreciate you, my guy. You know what I mean? And you, like, know, you know how much love it is between you yeah. and you. Yeah, don't try to get all sentimental right now. You know? <laughs> don't try to, you know, try to give I, me. You got, you got to, I've learned you got to give people their flowers while they're alive, bro. Yeah, real, man. Real had, me, had me worried about you in Sacramento before the game. Like, damn it, is he going to be okay? What the hell? He didn't, you know, I'm like, man, get him out of there. He can't have you stuck in OKC for two weeks. <laughs> If it weren't for the Jazz, I'd, I'd still be in OKC right now. Whew. Man. Well, man, hey, Tony, you finish up that quarantine. You take care of yourself, man. Like I said, I, I've been I've been, a, I've been, a fan for a minute, been following you for a minute, so it's great to finally talk to you, man, and I appreciate you coming on here, man. Thanks for having me, man. I really, really appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, man. Thank you. Jason, we'll be back next week. Yeah, next week we'll be back with, you know, with something, maybe get into this whole boxing debate. You know, why not? We talk boxing next week. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and keep ourselves in the house watching more bad television. <laughs> yeah, always. Y- y'all be safe, and we will check in with y'all next week. This Holla. is Jason Jones. This is Kenny Carraway. Y'all be good, man. Be safe. All right, y'all. We gone. <laughs>